you know, I think today technology is more important than location when you're you're looking at retail and restaurant. Um, I think the industry was headed that way prior to COVID. COVID probably accelerated the cadence of this move. And I'm just saying it in a different way. You know, two and a half years ago, if we did a podcast, we'd be talking about the importance of convenience and off-premises. You know, today it really is about technology. So uh, our founders say, you know, this has moved from location, location, location to technology, technology, technology. So, you know, this is not a uh, a point in time. This is an ongoing march towards consumers wanting high quality goods and service that offer them real value in a way that is most convenient for their lifestyles. And I think brands and companies like Byte are, are really going to capitalize on this demand. Welcome in. I'm so glad you made us part of your day. I'm Tony Moore, expert food and beverage headhunter, semi-professional podcaster, and I interview the best heads in business to bring you all the important trends shaping the $6 trillion food and beverage industry. My totally awesome brands featured here take us deep into the world of sustainability and the plant-based food movement, the up-and-coming CBD and good-for-you categories. How about the purpose and mission-based companies striving to make real change in our world? They're here too. The latest in food tech. You want to learn how to build a brand, maybe scale a brand? I've got you covered. Don't forget to subscribe and follow me on LinkedIn. Stay tuned. Welcome everyone to Winning at Work 2022. I hope everyone has had just a, a fantastic new year. And as we as we celebrate New Year's, typically all eyes are on New York City. New York City has always been, I know where I turn to, I kind of watch, I look to see kind of what's happening in the world of New York City. New York City is also the epicenter of food tech and food delivery. And today I have a special guest, James Walker. He is the chief executive officer at Bike. Now, some of you might remember James. He was on an episode we had last year. Let me kind of give you a brief overview. He was the chief development officer at Beef O'Brady's, was the uh, president of global operations at Johnny Rockets, was the vice president North America Subway. When he met with us, he was senior vice president restaurants at Nathan's Famous. And now, James, you are at Bike, a food tech, very interesting company. Glad to have you on, sir. Uh, glad to be back on, I guess, uh, second time together, and I'm excited to be back. Exactly. You know, if you wanted to get on a second time, all you had to do was ask. You didn't have to change from the uh, dark kitchen empire, which is Nathan's Famous, because they are absolutely pioneering that space. There's been a lot in the news about them, to the new, what do we call this, the uh, dark store? Is that what we call this now for, for bike? Yeah, so you know that's certainly how we refer to our, our individual locations as as dark stores. So uh, absolutely nice turn of phrase there from dark kitchens to dark stores. <laughs> exactly. uh, well, you know, well done. Uh, I would say we call the category that we're in ultra fast grocery. Kind of walk us through this whole generation, this kind of startup of bike because bike has a very interesting backstory. Um, if we go back into Russia. And uh, Samokot, uh, the founders, um, what Shishkov and 
Barakov, if I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, my Russian's probably not great. Sure. And, and my, mine is absolutely not fantastic. Uh, but our two founders, uh, Rodian and Slava, uh, about four years ago, founded Samacat, which has scaled to um, not only be uh, a very large organization, um, but really looking at um, right about a thousand locations in Russia um, and really a billion dollar business. And not only did they scale this um, this ultra-fast grocery company in Russia, but really developed a lot of very unique systems um, from software to purchasing to, you know, the assortment that these individual dark stores carry, but the entire business model. Um, so, you know, we certainly you should invite them uh, on your podcast and, and get some of their really fantastic, exciting history. Um, but today we have a new company, also founded by these two amazing entrepreneurs, and that's what they are. They're both amazing gentlemen. Um, they're both very different. So for me, it's like a mat. I get two master classes <laughs> by interacting with these um, these two founders. Um, but today, what we're talking about is bike. So bike B U Y K bike, based here in Manhattan. I'm sitting, looking at Hudson Yards uh, out of my office window right now. This is an American company with the same uh, DNA that the founders launched four years ago in Russia, but it's a very American company targeted at the American market. This category is fascinating, and you're taking advantage of what you're calling this ultra-fast grocery combined with food tech. Kind of, you know, what's the mission here? Why, why is this now so important to Manhattanites at this point? Okay, and, and for, for full disclosure, you and I did not talk about mission. That's uh, because what I, I, this is a great question because we do have a mission, and, and really the mission of Bike is to give time back to our customers. You know, if, if you, I don't know what your day looks like, but if I look at my calendar, uh, I was in the office at 4 30 a.m. Uh, my last meeting today will be about 13 hours after that. And I am scheduled minute by minute. And I don't think that's unusual for, um, you know, for working individuals in, in the U.S. today, but also just families. You know, my wife is at home and between the kids and the dogs and, you know, everything that, that she deals with on a daily basis, it's no less hectic than my own schedule, uh, a service like bike that can offer a way for me to get a few more minutes of my day back, um, that is super attractive. And, and even more than being attractive to me, uh, it's a necessity. And I think the mission, just simply put, is we're giving time back to people at a point in history that that's really, really important. It's important not only to their careers, but it's important to their well-being, uh, their health, and their families. So what what a great mission to have. Yeah, and getting some time back so we can either use it at work or use it with family, use it with brainstorming, or maybe use it to come on a podcast as you have to tell us more about this food tech. Because as I was doing a little bit of research into Obviously, there, there's a unique technology that is allowing for this, you know, hyper-focused, uh, a, a specially curated warehouse of, you know, items that 
the system kind of understands and thinks that will be needed in that area. It's just it's just fascinating how you know all the data is now available. So I'd be kind of curious to learn a little bit more about how this is actually taking place and how these consumers can just kind of take advantage of this new technology. So they, the way they access Bike is through our app. This is uh, an app available on on the platforms you'd know. Uh, you know whether whether it's Android, uh, Google, or Apple, like myself. You you download that custom Bike app to your mobile device, and it allows you to place orders. Um, to be delivered to your home office or, or really anywhere you want to be um, within 15 minutes. And I think, you know, you did a nice job at kind of laying out the way this this works. So we have dark stores. Uh, I'm sitting in Manhattan. Currently, we've got 25 open locations and they've got a curated assortment of items really targeted at the micro markets they're in. So, you know, if you, if you think of New York City, not only are the boroughs very different, but even, you know, one end of Manhattan to the other, you have micro trade areas. You have different groups of people, different usages, whether it's a tourist area where uh, individuals might be experiencing bike in their hotel or a residential area like meatpacking where people are, uh, they may have young children and you may have have, you know, mom or dad at home taking care of the kids and they just don't have time to go outside and they're looking for a necessity. So they're accessing, um, you know, through the app, kind of a different service through Byte. But these um, these locations dotted across the boroughs, about 3,500 square feet, and they've got that curated assortment for the micro market that they're in. Well, how is this different from grocery delivery if if there is such a thing? Because I the first thing that came to mind was, well, I mean, people have, you know, Kroger and Publix and so on and so forth, all the different apps. So how how are you positioning to compete with or is there any competition in this space? Uh, I don't know that I would say those traditional grocery stores, but whether they're they're offline or online, um, are are really what we're looking at from a competitive set. Um, you know, this is absolutely a convenience. We're looking at probably you know around twenty seven hundred SKUs in a highly curated or or tailored assortment for the customers within the delivery radius of our dark stores. So it's it's a different model. Um, it is certainly a from a, a service standpoint, it is much more focused on convenience. So if you think of some of those other delivery services um, that were very popular, I certainly utilized them as did my family during COVID, the delivery time was very different, um, and you know it might be on the outside of an hour, you know, and you're you're kind of babysitting the app during that point in time because the driver may be calling you or texting you with out of stocks or replacements or what have you. Because we are completely vertically integrated, we control the technology, we control the inventory. You're not going to have those out of stock situations where you're hoping to get something and. Uh, you know, 30 minutes into the transaction, you're told they don't have it. Our transaction is over in 15 minutes with the delivery of your goods. And we're able to really mitigate or, you know, virtually remove the out of stocks because of the fact that we control the entire inventory situation and the technology. So I think it's a very different equation. It's a very different customer experience. Um, 
than, than the traditional grocery, which to me is really a planned um, uh, it's a planned purchase. You have to understand what you're trying to order and you have to be there for it for an hour or some cases more. Where in the case of bike, uh, you need something, uh, you crave something, that need or that crave can be f entirely fulfilled in 15 minutes or less. I think that's a um, what, what a better way um, to cater to, to time needs today than that. Well, it, the fact that the, the transaction is over, James, in 15 minutes, I'm just trying to get my head around that. I mean, that is that is incredible because oftentimes there is, as you say, a need, there's a crave, you're in the kitchen or you're in the office. I've seen some of your clever little LinkedIn posts where, you know, you're in the middle of the afternoon and you're crushing a Red Bull and <laughs> you just got it from bike. Yeah. So, you know, a, a couple of, uh, you know, kind of funny stories. I have had people reach out to me and say, wow, you got a, a Red Bull sponsorship really fast. And no, I, I just like Red Bull. Uh, so not sponsored. You hear that Red uh, Bull? This is free. This is free for you guys for the time being. Exactly. Uh, you know, that, uh, you know, some, something for uh, my PR team to work on. Uh, no, just exactly. a, a fan of Red Bull. And I am, I do work uh, long days just trying to address the opportunity that bike has and trying to execute a, against our founder's vision here in the U.S. Um, you know, I, I like that kind of afternoon pick me up. And I love that, you know, not only is there a way for me to address that that want and need, but it's actually the company I work for. So it's it's super fun. The other piece of this uh, is, you know, I mentioned, you know, this uh, the technology that this is based on um, is really best in class. It is a phenomenal technology that makes a very seamless purchasing experience for customers, but also helps um, make the business model um, much more sophisticated because of the predictive analytics that come from the software. And that includes everything from demand planning and purchasing and curation of the assortment to things like fraud pre prevention. This is a very strong business model. And when you're thinking of, of orders really um, taking place over an app, you know, you're, you're, you're occasionally going to have things like fraud. I had a call with our IT team today, um, just a a, a group of 300 people that are all smarter than me. Um, and, and that's a little, you know, that, that's a lot of fun to be on a call with those guys. Right. Um, you know, you're right. just you know, ask really good questions, you know, that, yeah, that, well, that's the secret. And it's video call. So I try to nod intelligently with, with this group of, of super sharp um, software engineers. And they were saying, you know, James, we've got this really sophisticated way that we look at fraud prevention. In fact, you know, we had this guy, who like every day or, 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 you know, a couple times a week would order all these 20 ounce Red Bulls. And, you know, we thought, wow, that's uh, what an unusual thing that somebody would want that much Red Bull. And by the way, the same guy using the same credit card orders it all over New York. And they and then somebody said, well, you know, that's that's James. You know, he works for that's us. Part of the team. So uh, and I I don't even think they were kidding. So, yeah, my. Not only oh my god, only, they thought they had detected an anomaly. It was you. They had. Yes, I I am the anomaly. Yes, indeed. So Red Bull, wherever you are, my team's waiting for the call. So the James, what I think is fascinating, the grocery market is valued at around one trillion dollars. You mentioned that the founders had this um billion dollar 
uh, business plan or or, bus- or it's grown to a, bu- a billion dollar business. I think that's got to kind of make some eyes and some ears, you know, prick up when they hear that about the about the U.S. market. I think what those numbers mean is that um, from a market share standpoint and, and a market maturity, the time is right for ultra fast grocery. Uh, there is a lot of blue ocean. There's a lot. Of, of business and market share to be gained. And given the competitive advantages and the track record of our founders, the time is absolutely right. Well, it, it that's what it seems like. And I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, what is next? What, are, you know, you, you were really on the cutting edge in, in restaurant as well. You saw trends, you were part of other um, kind of not really think tanks, but, but, you know, you stayed in touch with the thought leaders. You knew where things were trending and you've made this move and it's a very purposeful move in your career. So for many others, they're, they're looking at this food tech space and they're thinking, okay, what's next? What's on the horizon? Uh, I don't know if you have any comments about that. And also uh, maybe what some of the next steps are for, for bike. You know, I think today, Technology is more important than location when you're you're looking at retail and restaurant. Um, I think the industry was headed that way prior to COVID. COVID probably accelerated the cadence of this move. And I'm just saying it in a different way. You know, two and a half years ago, if we did a podcast, we'd be talking about the importance of convenience and off-premises. You know, today it really is about technology. So uh, our founders say, you know, this has moved from location, location, location to technology, technology, technology. So, you know, this is not a uh, a point in time. This is an ongoing march towards consumers wanting high quality goods and service that offer them real value in a way that is most convenient for their lifestyles. And I think brands and companies like Byte are, are really going to capitalize on this demand. Now, I've noticed in New York City, they were really on the, the, the leading edge of some legislation trying to, you know, put caps in on commissions and limits on, on spending for, you know, using apps. I don't know if, if any of those issues are affecting you or if you're able to capitalize on any of these new um, kind of legislative trends, has that uh, affected or, or been a benefit in any way to, to bike? Well, I would say value is a benefit to bike. So, you know, we don't charge delivery fees. And because we control the inventory, you're not getting some of these markups that occasionally you have something delivered and it's manufactured by by one brand. Uh, it's delivered through a marketplace run by a second. And then you have a, a gig employee as kind of a third hand uh, in the pot. And what happens is you get these aggregation of costs, escalations and expenses, and you don't really have price value to the consumer. You do have the convenience. And that's been super important over the past couple of years. I think when you look at the model that bike has, because they're completely vertically integrated and because we control the inventory, there really is price value to the consumer. So you're absolutely getting this highest convenience level possible, but you're not overpaying for products. And I think the way ultimately uh, that plays out with with bikes customers is we see just an increased amount of frequency of use. Um, because there's no reason not to. It really fits in their lifestyle. And I think it fits into, you know, kind of the family economics, if you will. 
I'm glad you said that because that was really on the, the, the front of my mind was just, you know, how affordable is it? Because, you know, you've been buying, as your IT team has found out, a, <laughs> you've been buying up the, uh, the market for um, energy drinks. And so there has to be that rate, you know, that uh, cost to, to value, to convenience ratio. So apparently you guys have, have struck that right balance. And I'm just curious when you scale, when you're looking at these other cities, I imagine you're going to be targeting other, you know, highly, you know, dense uh, cities that would, you know, make sense for this uh, type of service. What's the strategy for attracting, you know, workers and, you know, you're, it's bike. So, I mean, these people have to be on bikes. Is that or am I, am I missing something? I mean, you, you sure. set an interview up and they come with a bike and a helmet and gloves. I mean, what is this? Yeah. Well, first of all, they don't, they don't have to be on bikes. They get to be on bikes and they ah. are awesome. There, there you go. How do you like that? And I'm not even in marketing and they're great. I bikes. know that's very clever. <laughs> so our model is based on direct employed uh, personnel. So our couriers who, uh, along with our store personnel, so our store managers, our inventory specialists, and those couriers, they are absolutely the most important part of our team because they're the part of the team that really executes the Brian promise. They're the one that, that's direct with the consumer. So we try to make those jobs as attractive as possible, not just from a business standpoint, but you know they're part of our family. So we're paying over market salaries. We do direct employment versus gig employment. We provide benefits to all of our employees and we provide a great working environment, a great working culture, and great tools for the job. So whether that's the technology we provide them to make their jobs easier and, frankly, more fun through a little bit of gamification, but great uniforms, great bikes. So these are not any uh, run-of-the-mill bikes. These are custom pedal assist bikes that makes it easier for them to to get from point A to point B and execute that 15-minute um, customer experience, but also they're designed to accommodate, you know, riding in inclement weather. So if it's a little snowy or, or it's raining a little bit, our bikes are designed to keep our courier safe and be able to, to really execute that brand promise in a way that um, they feel we're looking after them. So our employee base, our team members are a big part of the competitive advantage that I think bike has in the category. Um, and they're the part that I'm most excited about. I love the technology piece, uh, but just our passionate group of store level personnel that execute this brand every day are phenomenal. Can't say enough about them. And, and thank you to each and every one of them. I just think it's fantastic. It's just amazing that this is a completely vertically integrated company all the way down to pedal assist bikes. I mean, because I was just, you know, in my mind, I was just thinking about, you know, the the uh, courier who's, you know, having to, you know, he, he on the bike going up a hill and trying, you know, I thought, man, they're they're getting a great workout. They can cancel their uh, gym subscription. Uh, but you but you're giving them this 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 pedal assist as well i just think that is that's just i don't know i'm a cyclist okay i'm just sure, i'm amazed sure. by that i just i just think that is that's fantastic well when you come to to new york we'll 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 put you in tandem with one of our couriers and and you can go make some deliveries that'll that'll be a lot i of would fun. love to do that and maybe i'll get an order for for 20 ounces of uh, of energy drinks who knows well yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible 
Um, well, hey, listen, hey, hey, James, as we wrap up, because I think this is a it, it's a fascinating conversation around food tech and you know where delivery is going. You did touch a little bit on this demand planning uh, software or technology. Where I'm just curious, where does this data originate and come from? Without you know divulging any of your secrets, I don't I don't want that. But you know, you are creating these you know micro stores, so. As a, a grocer, obviously, food brands are going to turn to IRI or Nielsen. Are you specially curating data or are you kind of purchasing it? I'm just kind of curious. Where is this data coming from? So, you know, I think the power of machine learning and artificial intelligence, and like I said, there, there's a whole bunch of guys that do this, you know, the ability to really aggregate, analyze, and and provide predictions based on a phenomenal number of data points um, is there. That's the real, that's the power of the tool, right? So what I would I say see. is if you have a tool with that amount of power, you want to put as much data as possible into that. So, you know, without getting into specifics, which, you know, I, I don't think I'm qualified to do, I would say we want as much data as possible to go into that. Uh, into that artificial intelligence engine. So we're using both internal and external data sources because more data is better, provides, you know, a sharper pencil on the predictions. Um, so, you know, there's just an awful lot of data points that go into the analysis that's being done. Well, it sounds exciting. And can you give any teasers into uh, where we might see these? And these are pink bikes, aren't they? If I remember, are they pink? So depending on which location uh, and kind of the topography in the area, uh, we do have different bikes. But, yeah, the classic courier bike is uh, our, our, our pink color. So where are we going to see these pink bikes next? I'm, I mean, where, I'm in Atlanta, okay? The, Atlanta may not be next. Are you, are you prepared to, to drop any uh, clues or hints where we might see these pink bikes next? So I, I think the next market uh, that you will see those bright pink courier bikes, as well as our, our I, I think, really iconic um, insulated delivery bags, also in bright pink, will be Chicago. Nice. Nice. So we're going to go after the, the cold, windy cities first. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then work your way down. James, this has been fascinating. Thank you so much for joining us here today again on Winning at Work. And again, for everyone listening, so the app is, it's Bike, right? B-U-Y-K. Absolutely. Um, so it's a free, it's a free download. Not only is it a free download, uh, I, I, no spoilers, but I will say we've got a really nice promotion for your, for your first order. So uh, you can check us out Very at, nice. at bike.com or in uh you know, the, the app store or wherever you typically download apps to your mobile device. Check it out. Nice promotion for your first order. Uh, and as you know, I'm pretty easy to find on social media. Tony uh, would love to hear from customers out there um, how excited they are once they get to try uh, the service and the experience. Excellent. Well, hopefully we'll get a little more engagement on that and we'll just maybe get some kind of cool pictures of people with their couriers. So James, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a great uh, 2022. Thanks so much.